0: Welcome back to College Questions. I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshawn. Tarshawn, I want to (laughs) kick things off. Should I just read this? I
1: think we should just go straight into it.
0: I want to read this. This is titled, The Man in the Arena. Yeah. It is not the critic who counts, nor the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcomings, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best known in the end, the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. That is by Theodore Roosevelt. April
1: 23rd, 1910. Right. Darshan. So so, uh, I wanted to talk about that and I wanted to get into it just because the first thing I see in this uh phenomenal is this a a poem? Would we call it a poem? What would we call that? Uh, definitely a speech. Yeah, yeah, Of some sort. It's sh- yeah, quoted yeah, as a speech. Yeah. So um well I would say the first thing I notice in this is who it's not. Right? That's the first thing he talks about who the who the person isn't. And it's it's not the critic, right? Who counts so it's not the person that's counting or or saying you did this wrong or he did this wrong so if we're actually at an NBA basketball game yeah it's not it's not the commentator yeah that that deserves the yeah the gratitude mm. right it's not it's not the person mm. that is What's it said? Not the man who points out how the strong, how the strong man hum stumbles. Mm, so it's not mm. the person, the people in the stands that are watching and, and, yeah. and, and, and cheering him on. It's the actual mm. person in the trenches.
0: Yeah. And it yep. talks
1: about marred being marred. Yeah. I had to look that up. Like that's, you don't look good.
0: Mm.
1: Usually the, the yeah. marred person is all messed up. They they've lost, mm-hmm. right? They've lost a couple of times. Yep. Right? Uh, this this speech really hit on to me this week. I, I told told you DJ like I read it like five times in the last two days. And it's just because I feel like the man in the arena also oftentimes gets talked about and we're so, we're so scared of of losing that we don't understand that there is a lesson in the loss. Yeah. Right? We don't want to go through because that would mean that we might lose, mm-hmm. we don't yeah. want to.
0: We don't want to struggle. We'd rather sit on the sidelines and, watch. and and be quote unquote safe.
1: Yeah, and not only be safe, we'd that's rather talk it. about the person that's losing.
0: And when I say quote unquote safe, there, there's no such thing as safe. Right? Like it feels safe because yeah, maybe you're not risking anything, but without any risk, there's no great reward. Right? You know, uh, who was it that uh, was it Vince Lombardi? Uh, And he probably, you know, no great reward comes without great sacrifice, you know. I mean, you know, this is a good, I like this. And, you know, it's interesting because, what's the first thing that he says? Let me look at it real quick. He says, um, it is not the critic who counts. Right. Well, bro, we live in a world and everybody, you know, what's the phrase? Everybody's a a critic, you know.
1: Right.
0: But we are in a heightened I think social media has just given a... It's given a platform for right. people to be hyper critical. And then it's given them an audience, which is just fuels the flame to all this. Right. So now I think, you know, it's interesting. He wrote that in 1910. So nothing's new under the sun, right? Yeah. Like there've been critics all along, but I think the arena has changed. Wow. Right? So, yeah. I mean, you, the landscape has changed, my friend. Yeah. So now these critics... Have a massive, easily platform. And because people are drawn to drama like this, you know, have you, done, have you seen the studies about how social media platforms understand that people are more, you know, it's all about dollars. Right. And so, it, which means it's all about getting more eyes and more eyes to stay to that screen longer. So what people are drawn to is criticism, drama, tension, right. conflict. And so, bro... This is a really timely thing to bring. It's interesting you brought this about today because, man, it's just making me think that you know everybody's got this backwards right now. They think that the critic is the one who counts. That's what. That's
1: exactly what. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah.
0: that's. Dude, people people are acting as if the critic's the man in the arena. You're in the man in the arena,
1: and it's not. That's, like like oh, that's, that's the that's what's been we've, we've twisted it, man. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah.
0: crazy, man. You think, you think we could learn from something like this, man? man. And, and and we can. Yeah. And, you know, real quickly, I mean, I think in fairness that, that, uh, it's challenging because I think it is, it's such an enticing deception that I think people get caught in. Right. So right. real quickly. People become the critic, and then they think they're the man in the arena. Right? They think they're the one with great effort. I'm like, y'all ain't doing nothing but criticizing. You're not doing
1: anything. Right? And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I would much rather be the man in the arena than the critic. Right? The person that's sitting there talking about so and so and their failures and why. They can't seem to get this together. But Why is their home failing? Why is their marriage failing? Why- tell me
0: tell me this. Why do people celebrate others' downfall? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. one thing I love, you know, he he says, uh, this is so good. He's, you know, you talked about being marred by dust and sweat and yeah. blood. He strives valiantly. Who errs, hmm. okay, comes short and, uh, he comes up short again and again. Yeah. But then he says, because there's no effort without error and shortcomings that's so good man and oh, yeah. now here's the thing why is it though when people go for it people are just waiting for that person to just completely like they want them to be i mean I mean if there's any kind of shortcoming any kind of error right. or any kind of potential error yeah the critics are jumping on it wishing for it to be worse on that person
1: but what that I means, don't understand this what that means to me and the way I've looked at it Every time I've heard like something like that, you don't, you never see somebody that's losing get talked about. That anybody that used to, that it was great, is great, or is still striving to be great. Mm. Those are the people that the critics want to critique.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But you you don't see somebody that's going through. Usually, getting or somebody that's down, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That yeah. has nothing. They're not getting talked about. Yeah. So, in a way, that man that's marred, like he's like Theodore is saying, and and all these different things, and those critics are only talk. They're only critiquing somebody that's great. Mm. That was great. The striving to be better. Mm. Because it's through your failures they know. If you work through your failures, that's the way you get better. Mm. So the man in the arena in my eyes in this in this speech he knows that Mm -hmm. he doesn't mind being the man in the arena
0: so let me ask you this because because we know that it's a deceptive thing where we i think we could be and and let's be honest i think we've all been there we've all been that critic right but i think the key question here is like who am i am i the man in the arena or am i the critic Hmm. Tarshawn? how do i know you know, listeners listening because because it is deceptive. I think oftentimes, I mean, if you ask those people who are legit critics, like they are that person, like they literally think that they're the one being marred. Right. They think they're giving a valiant effort. Brother, I mean, but they're deceived. They're not. Yeah. So how do you know? Is, is, there a, is there something that you and I can say, okay, well, you know, what do you think?
1: I think... We all take different times being the critic and the man in the arena. We are mm-hmm. we are all at different times being that. Like it's not necessarily the man in the arena that we are all the time. Sometimes we're the man in the arena and sometimes we're the critic. Right? Sure. That's what I think. I think yeah. uh it it would be better for us to also take time being the actual Man in the arena, we need to work on being the man in the arena, as opposed Mm. to always being the critic. Mm -hmm. The critic is not who you necessarily want to be, but that's a role that you play, and that's just what it is. There's time we're watching, you know. We only we only watch the great ones. We only critique people that are doing something Mm. because it's the only time you're doing something. The only time I can say something about DJ is when DJ is doing something. Mm. If you did nothing, what I need to talk about you? Yeah like like why why would i have to talk about somebody that's doing absolutely nothing mm. but it's amazing with us that we we want to us being christians we want to talk about someone when they're doing something mm. as opposed to just being in the arena yeah and actually putting our hands in the dirt
0: yeah Exactly. right maybe yeah. i'm
1: just talking to myself here but i'm saying yeah. like that's how it is yeah. like you have to you got to get outside of 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 the one to say oh i probably wouldn't have did that or uh what's going on at their house like why is he always yeah. coming home like why does he always you're you need to worry you need to be the man in the arena
0: yeah
1: and start well, critiquing
0: that, man. It's interesting. So you mentioned like neighborhood, like yeah. my neighbor. I see, you know, and now I think that's what I was referring to with social media. It's given such a dangerous, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, captivity to yeah. all that, to being a critic. Because now I get to see a thousand different homes and a thousand different scenarios every day and and instantly. Like, so all I'm doing is I'm becoming a spectator of the world and of life. I think this is one of the greatest downfalls that's happening. And I think that's that upcoming generations more and more are going to have even greater challenges than you and I. Um, It's not, I mean, my children, you know, learning, learning to, I mean, even just as basic as interpersonal communication. Right. Like, I mean, I'm serious, man. Just on a, because what I'm trying to say is, I feel like, you know, you see the memes where people are like all hanging out, but they're all just staring at their phones. Right. But what are they doing on those phones? Honestly, let's be real, man. It's probably they're being a critic.
1: Right. Right.
0: They're the equivalent of someone in a stands watching a game. Right. And they're completely oblivious to the life they have to live. So they're spending their days consumed with other people's. You know valiant efforts or failures right so they're either celebrating and rejoicing in somebody's valiant effort or criticizing someone's failure or rejoicing in someone's failure whatever it may be all the while missing out on their own life being the man in the arena <laughs> Bro, and like i guess that's what's so shocking to me man like i uh it's a fascinating study and it, and it is eye-opening to me Because you're right, man. There's such a, you know, that's why when the scriptures talks about like living a simple life, I feel like that's, I think that's part of, I feel like, you know, and it's that I'm, I'm living in such a way where like I, I can stay up with what's going on. I can try to be aware of what's happening in the world, but man, I've, I've gotta, I've gotta be faithful to the thing, the opportunities I have today, like right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And i can't miss those things and and if if and a critic doesn't have time you can't be both oh. you can't no oh, man you can't and it, it just um you know and I, i've sensed to be honest with you i've sensed the pull of that right so i've kind of um i'm still on social media but I, i've i've kind of detached and limited you know the degree in which i'm involved right because i see the pull of it like what people are doing and all of a sudden it's like now (laughs) real quickly it's like bro you can go from the man in the arena to the critic real quick you know what I'm
1: saying you can go from it's so amazing to me with social media and and, in phones in general because nowadays even at the club man like nowadays I find myself watching these kids not knowing how to have a decent conversation without using their cell phones yeah and what happens when this we have to. We had to put. I made. I made all our kids at the club one day. We had ten kids. We had ten kids sitting at the club. We went all of them, just the teens. It was ten of them. And I asked them. I said, "Put your phones down." I put mine on the table, and they put theirs on the table. This goes away from what we're talking about, but all right. um, we all put I our think phones. I the it We put our phones on the table, and and we had topics. I had cards. I wrote on the back of uh, some playing cards, a deck of cards. I wrote on the back of it. I, I wrote questions, things about them that I wanted them mm. to convey to the other person. Mm. And so they had their their card, I had mine, and I I picked. I went first, and I looked across the room, and I, I had a card, and I spoke of what was on the card to that person. And they had to give me something I said, and we had to have a conversation, basically. Mm. Do you know that the, a bunch of them could not have conversations? Wow. They just That's couldn't sad, do it. Man. But when I asked them to look in their phone and find the longest text message they could find that they had sent someone, it was literally probably three paragraphs. This one girl, she had three paragraphs long, and she's the shyest girl in the world. Yeah, yeah. but can text? Yeah, you would think she's the perfect texter. Yeah. like
0: is it fair to say then you can't be the man in the arena? The man in the arena doesn't pl- take place on a screen. Right. The man in the arena takes place in real life, face-to-face, knee-to-knee. Yes. And I think that's where what you're saying does apply. Right. Okay, so let me ask you this, Tarshawn. All right. He talks about who de- spends himself in a worthy cause. Is it fair to say that a lot of folks, they're in an arena, but it's not a worthy cause?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> they, they're spending their time on stuff that in the end of the day is, is not going to matter.
1: Right. And that that to me is... That's a waste of time. Like if you look at it like if I'm if I'm worried about things that it's it's easy for me to look at somebody else's life when I have nothing going on. Yeah. It's easy for me to 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 sit here and say that's not what I would have did when I'm not even doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's always easy for that. And, and and it's easy to say why would they do that? Yeah. When you're not even trying to do anything. Yeah. So I I just don't see a point in me being. What I've been dealing with this week and with this stuff is, I can't worry about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I got my own stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm. I can't worry right. about. I can't worry about what you're failing. You know, I, I I'll pray for you. Yeah. I'm not talking about from a a an evil standpoint. I'm not talking yeah, yeah, from yeah. a a a a mean standpoint. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying as a one, as a man. Two, as a a person that needs to be focused. I can't worry about mm. what you're doing. I have to stay focused on what I'm doing, the task that I have at hand. Because mm. I, if I look and I pay attention to what you have going on, is what I'm doing getting accomplished. Yeah. Uh, and oftentimes I feel like it's not. If I take my eyes off my own road and I'm looking at your path, then I'm not getting anywhere.
0: So. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about that is like you've got – two pitfalls to be the critic, to be someone who's really running in in the wrong lane, meaning like it's not what they're designed to do. So obviously both of us being believers in Christ, I'm thankful for my relationship with God. I'm, you know, he, I feel like gives me that sense of purpose every day of, of, of direction and of making the most of, of every moment and, and finding opportunities and and praying for opportunities to, to, to have, to speak life to people, to, um, you know, to all the things, man, Is but, but then there's the other thing of a lot of Christians sometimes make the mistake of, they see someone else in a worthy cause and they assume, oh, I guess that's what I need to go do. When the truth is they need to figure out how God's gifted them, man, what he, what gifts he's given them, what passions he's given them, what talents he's given them, what platforms he's given them, what connections he's, I mean that, right? So that's the other side of it is that it's not always just, just, it's not a copy and paste. It's, there's some figuring it out that you got to do do you Um,
1: think do you think that i do you think that is is it safe to say that most people that don't take risk are they scared to take risk because of being marred yeah like are they scared to be the man in the arena are the critics scared to be the man in the arena
0: well, yeah, they know they know what's coming, I guess, right. if they do that. Well, honestly, I think, I don't even know if they're scared. I think they enjoy being a critic. Let's be honest, it's easy to be a critic.
1: It's way easier to be a critic.
0: And it's probably fun for them. They thrive on it. Right. We thrive on tension. We thrive on criticizing. It, it probably somehow makes us feel better about ourselves because we're just constantly, we're never, it never gives you time to look at your own life.
1: I've always appreciated Tony Romo.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Being a commentator. How's that?
1: I've always appreciated Peyton Manning being a commentator. What is I'm trying it? Trying to get somewhere. Okay, like, tell me where. I don't so know. Like, I, I've listened to uh, Tiger Woods commentate. Oh, ah, okay. I've listened to Ray Lewis commentate. Yeah. Listen to uh, somebody that I always wanted to hear commentate a basketball game was Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Right? Allen Iverson. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy for me. to to take a perspective of someone that's already been where I want to go or what I'm looking at. Yeah, for sure. So if the critic of a basketball game is Michael Jordan, then I can listen to some Michael Jeffrey Jordan Mm. talk about basketball. Yeah,
0: for sure. I can't, I can't
1: necessarily listen to a Dick Vitale. Yeah. Yeah all the time talk about basketball I mean he's entertaining yeah
0: Yeah, but but
1: I I'd much rather listen to somebody that Tony Romo broke down a whole play
0: oh I know wouldn't he like his first year everybody was blown away because he was like calling the plays before they were happening (laughs) I know he's like yeah this is probably what's better
1: that's entertaining that is fun but it's so it's so fitting for what we're talking about today because I feel like it's easy for me for the man if the man has been in the arena and now he's a critic it's easy for that man. Yeah. To, if I know that he's walked in the shoes yeah. that I'm about to watch yeah. or that I'm about to be in, then it's easy for me to talk to him yeah. or listen yeah, to him.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. So I like that.
1: Yeah, that's that's something I I, I really just I can imagine hearing Tony Romo say, "I probably wouldn't have caught that play," <laughs> or, or hearing yeah. a a Peyton Manning say, "I probably would have checked here," yeah. knowing how many check Peyton Manning has yeah, ever done in right. his career. That's like right. I, I would wonder, yeah. you
0: know, like he's a retired warrior that uh, that he knows what he's talking, about. Are he's, you talking he's earned, about. He's earned the platform to say that. Talk
1: about UFC. What about yeah. if Anderson Silva yeah. was commentating and yeah. said do this or yeah. you know all these guys these 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 guys that are are, are pillars literally in their in their sport or yeah. their respective place. Yeah, talking. I would much rather listen to that. But the problem is, those aren't the critics. Mm. Yeah. The people that really do it is. Well, it's not, interesting
0: because really what you're saying is that usually the critics have, they're totally disconnected from what they're talking about. They're a self-proclaimed expert, but they really know nothing. Right. And it's uh, it's pretty sad. Let me ask you this, man. Um, you know, speaking of a worthy cause, I feel like so many times we make the mistake of thinking the man in the arena has to be this big, extravagant, you know, glorious thing, whatever that is. Right. When I feel like, bro, really the man in the arena I think it's very focused on doing all the little things really well. Because when you, when you talk about like scared to be the man in the arena, the man in the arena isn't necessarily some platform that's going to impact a hundred thousand people.
1: Right.
0: I feel like it's times where there's a conversation that, you know, needs to be had and you know, it's going to be, it's going to probably cause you to get marred a little bit. Right. You don't know how they're going to respond to it, but you know, you need to have this conversation. Maybe, it's because you need something you need to confess to somebody because you messed up. You wronged them.
1: Right.
0: You, you, whatever it may be, and to humble yourself and to go to that person and, and to look them in the eye and say, Look, like I was wrong in this situation. Right. Bro, I think, I think that, that, I think it's a thousand and a million of those put together that makes the man in the arena. Wow. It's not some platform where you're speaking to 50,000 people and it's walking away and feeling really good. Now, I mean, if that, there's a few people God may give that platform to, and by all means, that's great if it is. But for the rest of us, right? What is it, bro? It's all the tiny little opportunities we have every day where we're engaged in life. So to your point about the kids, like, you know, it's amazing. People can communicate like lightning through here, but we shaking in our boots when it. Wait, you want me to do what? I'm supposed to do what? Right. It's like I'm raising three boys and a daughter, and I tell you what, man, those boys better never send ask a girl out through a through any kind of form of communication other than face to face. Right. Okay, phone call. You can call her. I, right. I mean, I call my wife. Sometimes it's all right. you got. Like you got to make some kind you of connection. See, <laughs> I mean, don't be sending. Don't be, you know DMs? I don't know, man. I just like I'm. I'm just saying. I think it's a sad place we've gotten to when we live in in, in the outskirts we're all in the stands with this arena when then there's this field down here that where life happens and it's like bro we got to go and get involved in life i think
1: people are just avoiding that nervousness of like you said the little things as in talking to a woman like just walking up and speaking or catching her in, in passing and actually saying something because
0: here's the thing and most most men and most guys kids whatever aren't willing to do that why because of the fear of being marred
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you're gonna come away with a little scar on yeah. that one when she's like no i don't want to go out with you ouch that yeah. one hurt you yeah. know what i'm saying but what if she just but, didn't
1: message you back like that's, you that's said right message, you can you don't have it's, to yeah it's kind of it's painful
0: exactly but you know i think that's the sad realities man is that i love what this the picture of this man that the goal is that we go through life and yes we're he comes up short again and again because because there's no effort without error and shortcomings.
1: That's that's big. I like that. that.
0: That's such that's so good, man, cuz I even, you know, life with God, man, you know, we feel like God's asking us to do something, but most people they fear failure and so they never take a shot, they never take a leap, but they miss the whole point of it is that the journey's the goal. Like that's the point.
1: Yeah.
0: Part of part of the beautiful thing about this is is that being marred and bloody and sweaty and dirty and like that's how you want to end up. It's like right. if you think about football, like you don't want to be the guy at the end of the game with a clean jersey, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, nowadays it's a little different because everybody's got turf and stuff. <laughs> you know, back in the day, bro, <laughs> back in the day when there was real grass out yeah. there Your and jersey, real mud, uh,
1: nice and white, especially and, with real, with a white jersey. and real mud and real,
0: you know, bro, you you know, you want to be the you, dirt and oh a little bit of blood you know now yeah. players got the they bro they got tape from Dana. then you don't see any skin tone there's no skin shown at all bro it's like all it's just it's just covered I mean hand. you know what I'm talking about yep. it's like what what happened to the days and I get it look I, I'm not saying hey, I, I probably want some of that too yeah. but, but all I'm saying is you want to be the guy that's going for it the girl that's going for it so right. it's good stuff man yeah. well I appreciate you guys, Tarshawn, Thanks for bringing this to us today. I think this is a fantastic question. Are you the critic, or are you the one in the arena? Yeah, I like it. So I uh, hope and pray that this has been encouraging to you, and that you'll con- seriously consider. You know, it's easy to sit back and, and and be the critic and and just stare at our phones and and criticize. But but there's a life to be had, and and something that uh, well, I think of the scripture uh, the good works which God has prepared in advance for you to do. Which means that, you know, he's got them prepared for us, bro. So let's go after them. I like it. So, all right. God bless you guys. Until next time, I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshan. And we want to encourage you to stay connected to one another. It's heard. To church. Come on. And most importantly, to the God we love and serve.
1: Peace.